Are you ready to get peculiar? Welcome to, I don't know, what's the show called? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Okashi na Podcast. Oh, Anime with Friends, that's right. Thank you, Don. Uh, welcome to that show. I'm your host, Sabrina Ray. And these are my other hosts, Victoria and Don. How are you tonight? All right. So glad yeah. it's Friday. Where we are, it's pretty cold. Like, wind chill is just bone shattering. Mm, I mean, it was definitely cold here. I woke up and for some reason, well, I know the reason, but I parked outside last night and therefore I had to go to my car in zero degree weather and all the water bottles were frozen and drove to work like that. It's a weird detail. (laughs) What, the water bottles were frozen? You should be so ashamed. I mean, like, that was the... That was the thing. It was really cold. It was That's zero a pretty degrees. big deal. I guess so. I feel like a lot of the times my water bottles are frozen in the winter, but okay. What? I mean, I guess I all right. You know what? It was cold. No, it's well, how cold it's is cold. it there? Now now we're gonna we're gonna have a big dick contest. How <laughs> cold is it there? Well, I don't really participate in big dick contests, but I will say that it is Negative 400 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> I mean, absolute zero is minus 467 degrees or 487 or something in that neighborhood. So you're basically implying you're a stone's throw away from absolute zero. Yeah. It's colder than the vacuum of space. No, actually, I take that back. I guess the vacuum of space is what, like four degrees above absolute zero? Vacuum of, this, this makes the vacuum of space look like a tropical beach resort. It's about me eight degrees here. There you go. That's a real <laughs> answer for That's you. That's a real answer. You but probably you win. You probably win. She, but she is talking about the temperature outside, but with the wind chill factor, it's even colder. And we're not talking Celsius. Of course, you live in the windy city, so. <laughs> um, wind chill was minus one, but it wasn't that temperature. We've got howling winds here in Mawa. Oh, should I say where I'm from? Probably not. I mean, you're. No. We've got howling winds here in New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, it's a big state. All right, nine degrees here, so pretty much we're in the same boat. Yeah, it's like the Titanic. <laughs> All right, we're talking about the big <laughs> O. Uh, I like how Beck comes back and Roger's like, "Who?" and we're like, "Who?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. But I I had no recollection of what we did to him originally or what happened. Oh, yeah. He's like the weird facial hair guy. He's got, he's got the strangest. He's got like a triangle on his chin and then like a triangle on the side of his face. That's, I guess, supposed to be his sideburns. Oh, but, yeah. His sideburns. Yeah, I, I think know. that's just the point I realized that like I can't keep I can't remember or keep track of any of these villains. Like they're all just like different degrees of ugly. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I really this is I remember when we were first doing this, we were talking about how um 
where I was talking about how I felt all these episodes were standalone. There was nothing tying them in. So here, when we reach, you know, way to the end of the series, and all of a sudden these people start recurring, I'm like, well, is I supposed to remember stuff from the first thing? Because that's so disjointed. It doesn't hang together. I I think Mac the Knife or whatever his name is, Schwarzwald is oh, yeah, quite... Schwarzwald. <laughs> he, with his moon-shaped head is quite... Uh, I noticed that everybody's got pointy stuff. Like people have pointy feet and all the fingers are pointy. And, you know, Schwarzwald just goes straight for the pointy head. He doesn't, you know, everything's a point. Um, I will refrain from taking this into territory that, you know, I can tell Victoria's thinking about. I was but, not, actually. But until, no, until you clearly you were. You just said that. No, I, I was not thinking that thing you implied, but did not say I was thinking. No, no, no. As you, the more you said the sentence, then I realized what you were thinking. But I wasn't thinking about it before. <laughs> I was thinking about it even before he started talking. So, uh, But I, I did notice a lot of pointiness. Yeah. <laughs> True, very true. And I, I think they should have stopped at the heads because it's very upsetting. I, I, I mean, Schwarzwald is pretty upsetting in a number of ways. I'm like, well, how is this guy hanging together? He's like wrapped in duct tape. <laughs> That's his MO. I think if you're a mad scientist, you just have to like wrap your head until it's a weird shape. <laughs> so can he see out of both eyes? Is one of them I don't know. like one of them's a Frankenstein eye or something, right? Like he's he's like patched together from dead bodies or something. Like right, do they explain like, it ever? It's the weirdest guy. He's clearly German, so they don't really spend a lot of time on that either. No, but he says <laughs> some stuff in German, so which which is um I mean I'm jumping ahead here, but I like that in this show, like French is some unknown language, but German it's like Everyone's like, Yep, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> That is great. That is a great detail. Yes. And, and also this is supposed to be New York where, you know, you would have heard everything. But you forgot it because of mind wipe. Yeah. And you're the last city in town and you're under a dome. Are you? I, I, didn't, I thought there was like more than one dome. I wasn't clear on that. I, I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the domes, like clearly they're not airtight. What do these protect us from again? Uh, elephants <laughs> <laughs> like super big elephants <laughs> no, just right you would not guess. believe the size of these elephants <laughs> just regular sized elephants <laughs> it's like big O could pick up an elephant and throw it which is another um, issue of the <clears throat> proportionally like we have a lot of robots duking it out with robots, but they're not like regular sized robots. They're Titanic sized robots. And they I feel are. like a lot of the physics is like they're fighting, but it's like two six foot guys fighting. Or maybe let's make them seven foot guys. Like they're big, but they're not like, man, when this thing steps, houses just like fall to their foundations because it's like a, a skyscraper is walking around. Yeah, and there was that episode where he fires and it goes through like six skyscrapers. And this isn't like I like that Evangelion addressed that and said, "Oh well, we we bring the city down <laughs> and we like evacuate people." Mad respect to those Rod- guys for being like not going to worry about physics problems. City goes underground. As big, I was like, "Damn, we you know we can't do that idea. It's already been taken. Like, <laughs> all right, we'll just let shit get destroyed." Yeah, yeah, instead they like wreck everything. Like everything seems partially broken to start with. And then 
these robots are duking it out and people are like blowing up. Left. I'm like, are there any churches left in all of? Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah we see through. one. We see one later. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it also gets blown up. You're right. Like Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually super pissed that that was a Christmas episode. <laughs> I was oh, bamboozled God. until like halfway oh, through. God. And then I'm like, this is going to be a Christmas episode. Except for the Dorothy stuff. That was great. But well, and, let's yeah. let's go back before we get too far ahead of yeah. ourselves. It's all, it's all um, like melding together. I just, you know, I don't want to make fun of Roger for his painting. But... <laughs> you absolutely should. But I honestly thought this was one of the best parts of the whole anime, that they show Roger's absolutely ridiculous picture. And like total straight i mean it's played totally straight the entire episode not even not even a head nod it is it is and yet it looks like that fresco that that old woman (laughs) (laughs) whatever happened to that did they ever like i guess they could i guess they couldn't fix it it's probably just a tourist actually i think they did do something but i'd have to look it up because i remember them being like everyone was like this is such an atrocity uh, Wouldn't you want to see that atrocity over yeah. the real thing? Like, honestly, I thought it was an improvement in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys are just so jaded. Like, you have to remember, like, this small... Where was it? Italy? Let's pretend it's Italy. Small town in Italy. Like, this is your whole city's claim to fame. Before TV and stuff, like, this was it, man. Somebody really knew how to fucking draw, and you got to see it, and it was amazing. Right, like this was your little sandwich of fame, and then it comes along like the internet, and you can literally see frescoes of God everywhere. And it's like your little thing in town don't mean shit no more. And so now you're saying like, oh, some lady comes along and fucks it up, and the world starts laughing. And now you're saying now you've got your own corner of the world where you've got this special thing, except it looks like shit. You used to have this amazing drawing that for hundreds of years was as good as you were gonna get. Right? And now it's lost. <laughs> anyway, there's a really convoluted plot in this one, too. Uh, this episode is called Beck Comes Back, and there's a really complicated plot in it where this old guy, his son has been kidnapped, and it's just a ruse to get Roger, I guess, to come out and also to get supplies to build a robot. I'm not sure what's happening. I thought the robot... Th- so. Okay, in all seriousness, uh, I thought that the original blackmail was for real and Beck was able to build a robot, but then the guy, Beck, never stopped blackmailing the old man and eventually intended to use this whole ruse against Roger. And instead of killing him, they instead kill someone else and frame him for the murder. (laughs) Which is such a weird moment. Can we just talk about that? that Let's let's pause there for a second and talk about that because he was literally having like, he had Dan, what's his face, Datsun, over to his pad. And Dan was like, oh, do you have that alcohol I like? He's like, I just used it. I just gave it to someone else. He's like, oh, kill you, Roger. And then the next day... (laughs) I don't remember it that way, but let's keep going. And then the next day, like, Roger happens to be at a place where he gets set up for murder or whatever. 
Like, and they're like, yep, that's definitely true. <laughs> the guy, Roger, who was my friend, is clearly the murderer unless someone else comes forward and says they did it. And also, I'm pretty sure he knows that Roger calls Big O. <laughs> and yet he always acts surprised. Yeah, it's like the Superman <laughs> paradox where it's like, gosh, where did Clark go? Like, it's, you know, you can't see one without the other. Like, there's no Roger just kicking around. He's like, hey, have you seen Big O over there? Like, no, that's not happening. Maybe his memory gets temporarily wiped every single episode. <laughs> Why is he still using the giant robot that he uses every episode? Also, he never, you know, Datsun or whatever, never actually, he keeps calling Big O the, the mega, mega deuce, mega which deuce. Yeah. Is and the mega giant shit. <laughs> <laughs> keeps calling it the mega deuce or the mega deus. Like, and then when there's two of them in a later episode, he's like the red Megadeus instead of <laughs> like he's like he's he's called Luigi Green Mario. <laughs> Think of it yeah. like Dose Megadeus. Like, is that what it should have been, Megadeus Dose? Maybe, but maybe it should have been. We'll get to there. I I, I remember being enamored of that red Megadeus. Anyway. So this this plot here, we framed Roger. Roger manages to escape in a very, like, the car. First of all, this is the world's biggest log cabin that they come to. And then they're <laughs> suddenly surrounded by all these cops. Roger summons his car remotely. It gets up, it turns a corner, gets up to full speed. They are running for what feels like an eternity in this log cabin. Smash through a window. It's one of those. It's one of those uh, Scooby Doo log cabins. It's just an <laughs> like, endless scrolling hallway. Of... Absolutely, and just leap into space. Whereupon Roger lands perfectly in the car, and uh, the robot, who one would think would not have a problem with this, in fact, totally misses the opening. I can't tell if she's supposed to be cute or something. Oh, and I thought also, it was like a Mary Lou Retton move, like she was yeah, exactly doing gymnastics. But, um, to to also mix episodes together, there are other episodes, multiple episodes that point out that Dorothy is a robot and therefore weighs like a literal ton. So if she took a running leap and ended up on top of a car, it would collapse like a like a paper doll. <laughs> like, but can we talk about robot uh, Boston Dynamics that have that new robot and they they did they demonstrated what it can do on a construction site. And when it when it dismounted from after delivering a bag to a guy and breaking all sorts of OSHA standards in the process, it did like one of those flippity do backflips from like a Marvel movie. <laughs> it I mean, was like Daredevil. Yes, and it is incredibly impressive. But still, I'm just thinking about Dorothy leaping out onto the car, smashing through the hood and somewhere into the undercarriage. Which uh, was what really would have happened. She has, uh, I don't know, gra- gravity stabilizers. I, I can't believe we missed the obvious joke. Who framed Roger Smith? Oh, yeah. He said, who framed Roger? Yeah, no, like, you, I'm like, no, it was, no, it was a good joke. It was a yeah. good joke. <laughs> I got it. I get the joke. He's no I get rabbit. my own joke. <laughs> uh, so then he like goes and, and basic, I, what I fully... I was really annoyed by this. He goes and confronts Beck 
mm-hmm. who instead of singing, I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? Once again, I'm glad you brought that up before before I had to. <laughs> um, Beck is like, I totally knew you would escape this intricate plot where, again, I killed someone else and framed you as opposed to just killing you myself. So some third party had to die for no reason. You clearly escaped that. And now, of course, I've set up this entire warehouse as if I knew you were coming in the first place, which is why I have a giant magnet and the ability to control Dorothy. Yeah, well, I, it's contingency. I think we're starting to uncover why this doesn't have why the show didn't have a lot of lasting power. Possibly, yes. that, you know, if you, this if you is think only about 10, it, eleven, yeah. ten episodes, nine episodes in. So, if they were running out of ideas here, yeah, that's right. Are they running out of ideas? Is this why we're seeing the same villains? Because I really don't feel it advances any logical plot. Like I was really waiting for some coherent narrative, and that way, that ain't it. Um. One thing I liked about this was okay. So just to set this up, like Dorothy is is under is under the control of Beck, and she starts crushing Roger's back like Batman and Bane or something, you know. And it's like a bear hug, and I don't know. I think she could crush him in two point five seconds, but for some reason it takes her a while. Um, and then afterward, Norman is like these are cheap fuses and that's why Dorothy was able to overcome it. And Roger's like, no, no, no. I feel like it was Dorothy's soul that did it. <laughs> Her feelings for me. I was like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you narcissistic ass. <laughs> and then Norman's just like, yeah, of course it was master Roger. It was definitely magic soul love that saved you. <laughs> I mean, can can we go to the Christmas episode? Can I reference that again? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, Roger is tricked into giving a present to Dorothy, but also gets really embarrassed and all flushed about it. Like, are you going to have sex with this robot? Like, what's going on here, dude? Maybe. I thought it was that he didn't want to give one for Christmas, so he was using birthday as an excuse. And then when he realized Norman was had lied to him to, to trick him to get to to give the Christmas gift, that thing was also <laughs> confusing. Like literally no, thinking back, every time I try to think about every time I try to like think about it for more than one second, it just all falls apart. I just yeah. remembered that the Christmas episode is actually in a different episode that we're talking about. So yeah, that's why I was like, well, can we jump? Maybe we but, shouldn't. My main point is, what is going on between this mechanical doll and this man-child? Well, if one if if one another have memories, if we didn't have memories of each other and we met, would they fall in love? Well, Dorothy's just got a disk drive. Last time I checked. <laughs> I mean, it's one letter off from dick drive. <laughs> Giggity, giggity. Uh, All right. I think also, we're done with this. It's also one episode. letter off from disc dive. I mean, I mean, our disc div. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> um, I guess we should talk about the robot itself, which kind of looks like a robot chicken of some kind. Oh, it's got the arms up, right? 
like the this it went up around like this for a while yeah and it's got like uh, this like weird three crowned head which kind of looks like the like <laughs> it, i don't know it reminded me of a bird somehow uh <laughs> And Kara went over the head of this bird person. Like I can't, I can't remember what any, like any of the characters looked like. Like bird person. Sorry, <laughs> no, just yeah. came to mind. <laughs> Sorry, what? You just made me remember um, Rick and Morty's bird person. Is that a reference to Rick and Morty? <laughs> Are we not allowed to do that? Is that is that offensive? No, I, I just I, oh, we, were, we were talking about it before Sabrina and I and. And I mean, my contribution is limited because I haven't seen much of it. (laughs) Oh, there's a character in it who is called Bird Person and is purportedly Rick's only friend. Uh, But Bird Person is pretty weird, as many characters in the show are. (laughs) Does he like birds? He is a bird. He's got wings. Oh, he's... He's literally a bird person. <laughs> He's literally Sorry. a bird person. It's yeah. uh, it's it's not figurative. <clears throat> um, there's this part where Roger has had like enough, and he looks like he's really mad, and he crushes the the head of the robot where um, Beck and his minions who look like who look like either Sam Jackson and Marilyn Manson or somebody. <laughs> I don't know why they're so colorful. I thought one of them was supposed to look like the Joker. Maybe it was the Joker. That would make more sense, honestly. Okay, I remembered. I remembered one character, but only after you brought. Only after you after you brought him up. The other one is just kind of, or maybe like the the dad from Family Matters is the other one. (laughs) Strange bedfellows. But uh, he crushes them, and then there's a really cool cut to to Datsun or. Dan crushing a paper cup. And I thought, oh shit, Roger's mad. He killed them. But somehow he doesn't kill them every time. Every time, it's true. Every time <laughs> he crushes it, like, or like <laughs> smashes the head. And like, you'd think the blood force trauma would just kill everybody. You really would. <laughs> is Physics it, are wonky in the show, clearly. I feel like it was a previous episode, but maybe it's all blurring together again where someone hands him a gun. Um, the, the mysterious fallen angel hands him a gun and he's like, well, I have to use the tools at hand and then like shoots pipes to blind the guys as opposed to just mowing them down in front of him. He's Batman. He's not allowed to kill. But he's not Batman. Let's be clear. <laughs> he's Roger Smith. Like he's not. He's not. uh we have no indication that he's sworn any oath to like uphold justice or anything. Like he just, we just sort of get the thing. Like he's obviously a male chauvinist. How about that? So I like that the second episode, which is called winter night phantom. The villain is a French art film. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really the most realistic episode. It really is. You talked about it previously, Victoria. So you don't want to, do you want to kick us off? Like what was, (laughs) what was going on in this episode? Um, the, the jet black guy. <laughs> the police officer looks like jet black. Oh, I can't, I can't oh. even remember his, remember his name. Um, yeah, he's haunt He's haunted by the memory of a movie. He saw that he doesn't remember the name of that thing. Yeah. Dotson. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so sorry to call him that. 
And he's just like, what was the name of that movie? Okay, this is not actually an accurate description, but basically it's that thing where some, it's basically like the 90s plot equivalent of going on Reddit, like, you know, does anyone remember this movie? Absolutely. (laughs) Does anyone remember this movie, The Show? (laughs) It's like a failed pilot. (laughs) Done. This one, what stuck out to me was that there's such a high body count, but there's like no reaction from anyone that this is like a massacre happening every other day. Like 27 people killed, 46 bodies uncovered. It's just like, so what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, just another <clears throat> another memory lost. Like there's you're right, it's it's pretty unremarkable to everyone. Uh, oh no, and and the the commander guy, Dan, he goes to like watch a cartoon dog run away from a boulder. <laughs> that's right. Those are the cartoons that helped us relax in our stressful times. <laughs> On a cathode ray tube television. But, like, all this stuff, it's supposed to call out to Dotson. And then I spent a little time thinking about it afterwards. And I was like, how does this make any sense at all? Like, let's say he rem- – also the clues that are uncovered. Like, well, there was an actress. She starred in only one movie. Then she was kicked out by the government. And then yeah, this woman is going around killing people, but – she is the exact same age as the woman who went into the movie literally 40 years ago when Dotson was five. Yeah, it's a, that's a nice detail. It was kind of haunting. If they'd built it better, if they'd done a better job of like creating a, crafting a story. I feel like there's a Cowboy Bebop episode that's better than this or does the same thing better. Doesn't like it feel that way? It feels yeah. the most to me of this season, like a Cowboy Bebop episode, for sure. 100% Victoria. Well, it's not the first time we've referenced Cowboy Bebop in relation to this show. And the problem with this show is that, or one problem I have, I'll be more specific. One problem I have with this show is I watch it and I feel like, oh, there were such nice little seeds there, but nothing actually grew. Um, and I do feel like it it evokes a lot of other stuff that is often really good, like the Dark, like Dark City. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. But at the end, you're like, what you like is the more you like those references to those other things. <laughs> Makes you remember <laughs> them. You're like, that was really good. And then at the end of this, you're like, huh, yeah, what? What did I just watch? <laughs> I am a sucker for some beautiful ladies on a pier. <laughs> Like looking out into like a smoky, foggy nothing. I will say you got to see that same scene over and over again. They certainly got to reuse that little piece of celluloid. Well, they, Sunny Boy they, did it better. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Again, another reference to something that you think is great. <laughs> uh, what didn't make a lot of sense to me was that the culprit of this, not just Sybil. Rowan herself, the actress who's kind of like a Jane Fonda character that was ousted as a revolutionary and during the McCarthy trials of this world, I guess. But what I really liked about it was that this this robot, apparently, that looks like a toy <laughs> that you would get on Christmas in 1982, it it was somehow the culprit and nobody noticed it? Like, that what? <laughs> well, uh, 
first of all, the robot keep like, did someone build this thing? Like they built a tiny one, which blew up a church, like a teeny tiny one. I was like, did that thing have a nuclear bomb in it? Like it really <laughs> blew the hell out of that church. Um, <laughs> so there was that. And then like the big one starts walking in and I'm like, holy guacamole. Like that's the whole city right there. Yeah. And also like Roger couldn't take it out. He was like, he needed help. And I was like, well, yeah, could talk a robot, Roger. I knew you should. And what I didn't understand is also like the thing turns off and he's like, that was a big help. And then picks it up. I'm like, well, it wasn't actually doing anything. It's walking away from you. You couldn't have picked it up before. Like, what's <laughs> the big deal? And then apparently big O once again, the physics of this basically throws a skyscraper into the sky, shoots a laser at it, <laughs> and blows it up. I mean, he could have thrown it that f- He didn't wait, like, you know, a couple seconds for it to really fly away. He, like, threw it and blew it up right there. Like, yeah, you would this- have been blown back into the city. <laughs> this feels like a TV trope, though, you know? If you throw the bomb into the air and shoot it and it explodes, it doesn't hurt anyone or do anything. I feel like we should right. have a commentary, like an audio commentary track for the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this this you could mystery science 3000 uh theater 3000 this to absolute you know the stars and back well they have they have a very special connection the the actress and the boy that saw her when he was a kid <laughs> i guess so uh, the actress's daughter actually so not even the actress. Wait, no. is that it? No, no. Thought- she was not known to have any children. That was the no, statement that's made. Why they said it? I thought, <laughs> is that, I, I thought I thought it was just a ghost created by the robot. Oh, I actually like that theory. Shot. Was it because because she, she said she was a ghost? <laughs> she said she was a phantom. Oh, well, you know. I think she dresses yeah, okay, as the so she can move around and people are like, oh, that's just a ghost. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought they said that she wasn't known to have a daughter in order to establish that, in fact, it was her daughter and that she had her secretly outside the city and outside Paradigm's reach so that Paradigm wasn't able to track her. But I could see it your way completely, 100%. Where she's much more ghost. But then also, let's say she... Uh, she does get shot, so I don't know. Yeah, and dies. And again, nobody cares except Dotson, who I feel like lives such a rather circumscribed existence that this would be enough to push you right over the edge. Like, he's somehow in love with her. That seems pretty clear. He lives alone, watches black and white cartoons. Like, what's he got going for him? He has an orange cat that hates lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, unless you have anything else to say about this episode, we got to move on to the end of the episode. (laughs) 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 Thank you all for listening. This has been Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends. We're part of the Moonshot Podcast Network. You can look it up on Google. Uh, and as we say at the end of every episode, Don coughed. So we're going to delay that slightly. I thought I muted myself. I clicked the mute. No, no, no. I, I mean, you couldn't say Okashiku Ikoyo because oh. you're coughing. Oh, no, I said it. I've ruined it. Damn it. This is our best saying of it ever. 
<laughs> One, two, three. Ogashku. Ogashku. Yo. 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 Right, <coughs> <fine. No. laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs>